Welcome to the Odd Data Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the world's most lovable asshole, Adam Higgins, and this is a show where I just kind of share my personal stories and views of things and generally just make fun of shit. Okay, thank you once again for joining me this week. It's, it's, I know I'm running a little late, uh, it's just one of those, I, I've talked about it in the past about, you know, beating you over the head with, I work nights and it, it's just been the busy season. So I, just, I'm going to be straightforward with you. I was just too damn tired to get an episode out on time. That's just it. Um, several days I've had, I've had this show in, in my brain for a while and I just got too damn tired. Uh, that and kids, you can't have tired plus kids plus trying to get work done. Um, so yeah, I'd say no excuses, but that was just one big fat excuse right there. All that being said, I'm looking at, I'm going to flip it around a little bit because this week the news kind of plays up into my main kind of rant for the week, I guess. So without further ado, let's get into the news. The Pi Kappa Alpha Fraternity on the University of Tennessee campus is being reinstated, or at least they're they're getting their membership back on campus, which isn't really interesting. It's not really a a a a, a story that I could make fun of. But what got them kicked off in the first place is just straight out of frat bro stupidity handbook. It looks as though back in 2012, the members of Pi Kappa Alpha were booted from campus for using wine enemas to get drunk or haze members or whatever the hell, um... Apparently, they, yeah, the, their action, they, they had hospitalized members because if you've ever watched Mansers and watched that whole episode about what's the fastest way to get drunk, it's going in from the back end. That's just, yeah, gross, gross. And frat bros, apparently they've already fried half their brain cells to think, oh, let's get drunk by shoving a hose in my ass. Um, but to the degree that A, they got kicked off campus, B, it caused like a full overhaul of the Greek system on campus, that they now had a Greek life task force to to deal with the problems in the fraternity system at their school. Uh, it's bas- they, they basically booted them off campus and they had to go back and like reform and do all this crazy shit and start all over again. Um, to the point where their frat house even got rented out to a Christian fraternity. But what's just so, I just, I can't get over it. It's like, what the fuck, dumbass guys. 
I mean, I understand that, you know, part of the, the bro college frat life is the whole party drinking, get wasted, all that crazy shit. Now, I did, I, I went to community college. I'm sorry. We did not have fraternities as far as I know, cause I went to a fucking community college in South Texas, but and I, so I've never been in a fraternity I, and I've never understood that whole bit. Like even to the degree of like revenge of the nerds, I couldn't be part of that group either. So frat life to me is completely alien. What I know is what I read and what I've seen in movies. And I know it's all exaggerated and all that shit, but still what the fuck would make you think at all that it was a good idea to shove a hose in your ass and, and fill it with wine. You're fucking morons. You deserve to be kicked off campus. The fact that nobody died was impressive. Apparently one of the guys was hospitalized with a point four five, Not point oh four, point four five blood alcohol level. To give you an idea, point three five to point four is considered deadly. This guy was above that shit. Like what? You're fucking dumb. Fucking dumb. Now, let's admit, this all happened four years ago. They're now being reinstated. They've gone through the whole process of cleaning up their bullshit, and I'm assuming that any members that were involved in all the craziness before are gone, and now it's a new crop of of people that are reestablishing the fraternity and all that shit. But they're... What are they going to do about the, 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 the imagery, the stain of that stupidity on their record? It's just, ah, uh, I know so many times I read these stories and I just, ah, uh, ah, uh, fuck. I hate bros, man, bro, man, it'd be a great idea, bro. you know, what, ah, uh, ah, uh, frat bros. Okay. Going from one group of assholes to another, the CDC has had to issue a second warning. I'm going to say this again. Second warning to not cuddle your chicken. Uh, again, not cuddling your chicken. Headline, and I have to, I have to go, I'm just going to use the straight headline here. Kissing chickens can spread salmonella, CDC warns, again. They've had to issue a repeat warning that kissing your pet chicken can lead to contracting salmonella. That basically, there's been this huge upswing in people getting salmonella from their pet chickens and from baby chicks and all this. Like, oh, you've got, you have a, an aunt who has a farm or you have a pet chicken. And apparently because people are getting so into urban gardening and bullshit now that everybody, oh, I've got a new baby chicken or I've got my pet chicken and people are letting their fucking pet chicken run around in their house, which anybody who knows fucking chicken shit everywhere, you're stupid. Chickens fucking shit everywhere. They don't care. They're just going to make a mess. They're a fucking chicken. They don't give a fuck. So your fucking chicken is running around your damn house. Some people are letting them sleep in their goddamn bedrooms. It's a chicken. 
not a fucking hound dog. You know, people, there are people that say, no, you shouldn't let your dog sleep in your bed. Look what they're, they do. And like, they sit there and roll around in the whatever the fuck and don't let your dog sleep on your bed. These people are letting a fucking chicken sleep in their bed. What the fuck is that shit? But they've got, according to the CDC, some 62% of patients, uh, reported exposure to baby poultry. So basically, you got baby chicks. You're like, oh my god, it's such a cute little baby chick. Oh, baby chick. Next thing you know, you get fucking salmonella because you're a dumb fuck. Salmonella comes from chickens. Period. End of story. This is why so many people are getting... That's why we keep having these fucking salmonella outbreaks. Because people are dumb fucks and they're cuddling with fucking chickens. Now, I understand little baby chicks look all cute and fuzzy, and it's still an animal that generates a bacteria in its body that can kill you. Every chicken has salmonella in it. That's why you have to cook all chicken of any what's-the-fuck type of can and whatever to fucking death. That's it. All chicken contains salmonella. The chicken itself contains salmonella. You go kissing your baby chick, congratulations, you just sucked face with salmonella. You might as well have just licked a raw chicken cutlet. That's what you did. It was so raw, it was still chirping. That's what you did. Your pet chicken is just raw chicken. Really, really, really raw chicken. And... You kissing and cuddling and sleeping with the fucking baby chicken is just going... It, uh, doing it again. Uh, I, 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 I realize that I, I pull this shit for the stupidity, but I'm... It's bad enough that this is a problem. That there, the, there are people contracting salmonella from cuddling and kissing chickens. What's worse is that the fact that CDC has had to issue a second warning about this. That there are so many stupid people out there with pet chickens that are treating them like fucking house cats. It's like, can I also point out, cat scratch fever. I fucking had it. Your house cat? Cuddling your house cat? That bitch scratches you? It's a bitch and a motherfucker to deal with that shit. Cat scratch fever, yeah, catchy song. Real fucking disease. Cuddling your pets isn't always the best idea. Your cat can give you cat scratch. You can get tons of fucking bullshit because dogs are just dirty. Period. I love dogs, love cats, but dogs are dirty. They roll in whatever the fuck. Um, and you can get salmonella from your pet chicken. Remember this next time, you fucking morons. Um... That's just, ah, that's, I just don't understand. I've never had the desire to have a pet chicken. I'm sorry. Chicken to me is food. I realize in some countries, dog and cat is food. Um, but yeah, to me, chicken is food. I'm not going to have a pet chicken. Never had a pet chicken. I had, I had an aunt who had a farm. Guess what? Every fucking animal on her farm was food. Food. Chickens are for eating. Cows are for eating and wearing. And anybody who says chickens are for fighting is a dumb fuck. But that's a whole other, that's another story altogether.
Okay. So, funny thing. So, for most of, like, my post-high school life, I guess you could say, I guess you could say I've been known to be kind of an asshole. To a degree, that's almost, that's kind of a part of the basis of this show. Not, you know, oh, I'm an asshole. But more that I'm, I'm, I have a more abrasive way of expressing things. And generally, social convention doesn't allow for that. Uh, but to a degree, you could say that my, my, especially my reaming of the chicken people, uh, might, like, you know, some might call me a bit of an asshole. Uh, anybody who's familiar with my family would agree. I kind of come from a long line of assholes. Um, my, you know, sorry, dad, but I've been, you know, my dad's a bit of an asshole. My grandfather was in politics, so, you know, he's gotta be kind of an asshole. I've even heard that my great grandfather was kind of an asshole. But, I mean, it's not to say we're bad people. It's just kind of a general personality kink, quirk, whatever. Um, like, to such a degree, that our family name is has such like notorious asshole cred that it was even put into a musical. It's like what a musical you say, uh, Eddie. I, I, I'm going to unfortunately flex a little more sad nerd cred, I guess. Um, My Fair Lady. Anybody familiar with the musical, the book, the the movie My Fair Lady will recall the the male lead. If you want to call him that, the male lead in My Fair Lady is Professor Higgins. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, it's a movie and it's a book. And yeah, in, in stories, they just have to have names. Well, a lot of the time writers have na- pick a name for a reason. And the thing about it is that, you know, when you look at this guy, this, this character, he's kind of a, he's a screaming asshole the whole time. And not by screaming, I mean, ah, I mean, like, he's just flaming asshole. <laughs> to quote Robin Williams, he's a flaming asshole the whole time. He's just kind of emotionally and he's psychologically abusive. He just doesn't really seem to give a fuck. He just kind of tells it like it is in the most blunt and I don't give a shit about your feelings sort of way. Just express it in the most blunt way possible. And for the most part, that's my family. I mean, this guy, like, in this story, in this movie, and I have to again go back to names, but he is so bad that his best friend, who, because he was the best friend character and I didn't care, um, he basically had to go to Eliza and say, it's nothing personal. He's this much of a dick to everybody. It's not you. He doesn't hate you. He doesn't hate anybody. He's just an asshole. Don't take it personally. He mistreats everybody. And it kind of goes to a... It's, he's not malicious. He's not intentionally hurtful. He's generally just a dick. And that's kind of my family's line of assholery, I guess you could say, um, rude to, not maliciously, not like vulgar, grotesque, you know, sitting there belching out and whatever, being gross at dinner table rude, but uh, expressive 
and blunt. <laughs> uh, to a degree, some would call it abusive on some level. Uh, more so to those people you care about. Uh, I will openly admit, I, I'm probably, I'm a hundred times more abusive to those people I care about. And I, I don't mean like they're psychologically, oh, you're a piece of shit. Oh my God, you fucking suck. I'm, I'm not going to sit there and psychologically torture somebody or sit there and bully somebody. It's not about bullying. It's not about being like, ab like abusive, abusive. Uh, uh, case in point, simple enough. Um, a day does not go by that I don't, I don't give my wife shit about something. Primarily her height. Uh, probably secondarily her inability to do math. She's, she's not like, you know, special lead or anything. She was an honor student just like me. Um, she was an, she was an academic decathlete. She competed at, at, at crap like this, but she sucks at math. So I give her crap about it all the time. But that's, that's, that's my level. That's, that's me being an asshole. I'm, I'm, I'm abusing my wife in a, I, I don't abuse to abuse to put her down, to keep her in her place or anything. It, I'm basically, I'm taking facts. My wife is four foot ten for the record. She's short. Anybody who doesn't have dwarfism is going to call my wife short. Uh, and, and she's not good at math. It's all funny. It's all, it's not malicious. The point is that I don't do it to hurt her. Her stature, her math abilities are facts. I just make it a point to remind her of those facts when it's comedically useful. Uh, you know, when she can't reach that something on the tall shelf that she had put there because she's short. <laughs> um, when she cannot add basic, you know, change in her head, like, you know, quarters, that's, yeah, that's, I just have to give her crap about it. Like, you know, what's case in point? She did a little math quiz on the internet. It was a test that, uh, they're going to give our son in school to see this kind of little thing. She was having to count stuff on her fingers sometimes. Like, oh. She's not good at math. She's not good at doing math in her head. Let's just put it that way. Um, I'm great with math. I was a math nerd. That's just kind of me. That's my my brain function, whatever. Um, so I had to give a crap about it. That's just what I do. Um, and there are some guys that I worked with that, you know, I'd call them fat asses, but because they were fat asses. And I, I was straight up, I will not call somebody fat who is sensitive about their weight. If you're going to sit there and be self-deprecating, you unfortunately have the problem of you have to accept, you have to take it. If you're going to sit there and joke about being fat, I'm going to joke with you about you being fat. Not because I want to call you a fat ass, not because I want to sit there and be a dick about it. But Kevin Smith calls himself fat. If somebody else calls him fat, he kind of has to take it. He's also, he's lost a shit ton of weight. So, you know, he's just not so much no more. But there were these guys that I worked with and they were three big guys. And they, for the most part, they all just called each other fat boy. I was like, well, how do you know which one of y'all you're talking about? But and you know that's it. but they they joked about it because they were all big guys and they accepted their big guys and I would 
joke with them in the same light. And I, for the same, at the same tone, I would call myself a fat ass because I could out eat any of these guys. I was, I just have better genetics than they do. These are all big guys who don't eat a lot. I am a Jack Skellington of a guy who could out eat all three of these guys who could any, any one of them weighs two to three times what I do. But I would not sit there and, and call them and I wouldn't joke with them like that if they were actually sensitive about their weight or they were offended or if they were up, really upset by it because that's just mean. I'm not, I'm not an asshole to be mean. I'm, I'm, I'm a comedic asshole. You know, I'm not one of those kind of guys that says shit to hurt people on purpose. I take shots to get a laugh. If you're not laughing along, then, then I've failed at the job, basically. So that's why, I, again, like, I'm going to make fun of the fat guy who makes fun of himself. I'm going to make fun of my wife for being short. I'm going to make fun of, I would make fun of my brother for God anything, but that's because he's my brother and I can just do that. Big brother privileges. Woo. But, you know, oddly enough, I'm not even the biggest asshole I know. And which, you know, I'm like a legacy asshole. You'd think that I, I would be. Um, but there's, there's a whole kind of thought process and the, it's like, why am I discussing assholery on the show? Um, it actually came from one of the guys at work because of all the people I like currently know, he's easily the biggest asshole. He's one of those guys who has like a super short fuse, will not hesitate to call you a piece of shit to your face. And like, you know, what's, what's the term? Gives zero fucks. Uh, what the kids say nowadays. Um, the difference is he's mean in a mean way. He's the kind of guy who, when he sees you're doing something wrong, you got one strike. And then he's throwing shit. Then he's just like, fuck you, you useless piece of shit. What the fuck? When can't you do this? Or the yada, yada, yada. And like, this is the kind of guy that, you know, he'll say shit that'll make you want to stab him in the face. I know from personal experience, I've known this dude for years. Um, I've had, there have been times in my past, pre, uh, anger management, <laughs> where, I've, I've wanted to stab him in the fucking face. Really. But, I mean, he, he's toned down now, and I've got anger management. Yay! Um, but, yeah, I mean, some people are just like that. Some people will be that kind of asshole that they will sit there and call you a piece of shit to your face. And they're mean. And they intend to be mean, and they don't give a fuck if they hurt your feelings. Um, yeah, they don't, that's just the certain kind of, that's a, that's a whole different variety of asshole. I'm more of the, uh, Dennis Miller, Dennis Leary, uh, Lewis Black ranting, raving, pointing out idiocy and, and bullshit kind of asshole. Like everything I do on this show, that is, that is my variety of assholery. Because really, if it's not funny, I guess less about being funny and more about just being intelligent. Um, but it's funny because, again, thinking about all of this whole, you know, how much of an asshole am I really? You know, I can't compare myself to him. 
but it's funny because I look back and I think about, I started doing these, te- these quizzes and tests and things online and it, it, half it came off of, uh, last week's mom and dad cuss show where my wife and I did a little like old school MySpace quiz and then thinking about asshole guy at work and like, you know, comparatively, where do I fall? So I looked up one of these little, it's like Googled asshole quizzes. And first off, half these damn things want you to sign up to some bullshit email list and like, nah, fuck that. But those that I found that I actually got to complete and not have to sign up to some bullshit mailing list and get a hundred million pieces of fucking spam. Um, I, I didn't fare very well. And by not faring very well, I was getting like 30 to 40%. Like everything. I was like, wait, wait a minute. It's like, I am like, it's like, you're telling me I'm like only like 40% asshole. Really? What, what the hell? Like, I'm like, I'm a legacy asshole. I come from a long line of assholes, professional assholes, people on the radio and in politics and, and things like this. How the fuck am I only 40% asshole? And then I started looking at the quizzes and started looking at the questions and I realized this isn't really an asshole test. These are more like douchebag questions and douchebag tests because they weren't asking questions about like what, you know, your, how you approach a thing or how you express a whatever. Uh, they were, you know, calling out a, was it, you know, calling a spade a spade, calling a dumbass a dumbass. That, that's my variety of asshole. Um, I'm, they were asking questions about like, you know, you got an old lady in traffic. Do you ride her ass until she moves over? Do you, you know, try and scare, do you cut her off and scare the shit out of her? It's like, eh, that's not a the asshole thing. That's a douchebag thing. That, and, and as, as a card carrying asshole, my, my, my tested 40% bullshit, whatever card carrying asshole. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand up and say there is a, a stern, hard line between douchebag and asshole. Very, very different things. And I'm absolutely not in the category of a douchebag. And like most of what these little quizzes were testing what like for like asshole behavior was frequently just hurting other people for your own entertainment or like that a disregard for others for your own enjoyment. So it's a, it's a douchebag and like, yeah, I'm a dick. I admit it. I'm a dick again, kind of half the premise of the show. Um, but I take no pleasure in hurting somebody. I live very simply, you know, rule number one, do no harm. So I'm not going to do anything to harm somebody or hurt some, hurt their feelings. I personally feel that's kind of the defining line between a douchebag and an asshole. Um, and the, the douchebag will intentionally hurt your feelings for some dumb reason just because they think it's funny. Uh, the asshole guy is going to call a dumbass a dumbass. Um, and that's, it's kind of say like a, a really, uh, <laughs> dumb analogy. I look like the douchebag guy is that unsophisticated frat boy 
and the asshole is the smart-ass doctor treating him for alcohol poisoning. Or the difference between telling dick jokes and telling, like, intelligent humor. And, yes, I realize, like, I love Kevin Smith movies, and they're all dick jokes, but he's like, why? Because his, his market is frequently dick jokes, but he tells them in an intelligent way. That's a whole other thing. He's not necessarily a douchebag, but probably a lot of his characters are, I guess. <laughs> um, but I think you have to have a certain kind of level of intelligence. You have to have a certain, I would say sophistication, but you gotta, assholery is a thinking man's game. Uh, you know, although I, I, I appreciate, I admired the guy as one of the best comics ever in history. George Carlin came off as an asshole. I didn't know the man personally. I wish I did. That'd have been awesome. But at least as a comedian character, he's, he was kind of an asshole. And I go back to Dennis Miller and, and Louis Black and Dennis Leary. Hell, Dennis Leary made the asshole song. And, it's for all intents and purposes, it's calling a spade a spade, it's calling a dumbass a dumbass, it's, you know, calling bullshit on PC stupidity, and all this stupid crap that, you know, he's forced down your throat every day in the world, but, and just saying, you know, fuck this shit, and all that, and it's an extreme version of things, and yes, it's a character, like, caricature of, of, kind of, views, but he's, he's a, comic. So you have to do that. You have to it, turn the asshole up to 11 when you go out on stage. But still, it's it's kind of the point. It's it's done for the sake of comedy, not to hurt people directly. I mean, there are people that get offended by everything you say. I'm sure there's shit that I've said on this show that's offended somebody, but I don't have that big of an audience, so it doesn't matter. And at this point, if you're still listening to me after ranting on for the last 10 minutes about being an asshole, you're probably not offended by my show. And if you are offended by anything I've said up to this point, you're a fucking idiot for listening this long if you've already been offended. Which is a whole other problem in the world right now. And I'm not, I don't need to call out bullshit on the bullshit because people will do that and sit there and listen to something they hate when, just so they can be offended and bitch about it. Fuck, Alice Cooper did an entire fucking song about it. Love, great song. Whole other story. Yeah, that's another show. But, yeah, I just, I guess for me, I, I, the more I look at it and I sit there and I'm like, yeah, maybe my 40% is bullshit number. It's a loaded test. Um, because I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sophisticated asshole. I'm a thinking man's asshole. I'm, you know, not to put myself in their, in their shoes, not to compare myself with, with, great comedians with fucking amazing careers and, and credibility uh, in, in comedy and assholery and those grade A, you know, uh, assholes like uh, Miller and Leary and Lewis Black and, and Carlin. But that's the type of asshole I am. That's it's, it's not done for, for malice. It's done for humor. And if, it legitimately hurt somebody. Legitimately. Not somebody just being all uppity and butthurt about something I said. Um, 
but legitimately actually harmed somebody, I would not do it. I would not say it. I That's just kind of fucked. So maybe that makes me less of an asshole. I don't know. But I still think I've at least got enough asshole cred up there that I'm not turning in my card anytime soon. Because if I did, I'd probably have to end the show. Uh, but what do you think? Really, you're, you're listening, and if you've made it to the point where I'm, you're answering the question, you at least have, have listened to the whole show. Congratulations! Um, what do you think? Am I really that big of an asshole? Um, you've listened to the show long enough. Am I really that big of an asshole? Am, am I, am I just full of it? Or am I, am I, am I screaming asshole? And I don't know. Categorize me. Rate me one to ten. I don't know. Um, I don't know. You know, there's a Facebook page, there's Twitter, there's, there's, there's the show page. Wherever the hell you're listening to this, there's a way you can get a message to me to tell me how big of an asshole am I? Because why the fuck not? Because I want to hear from you. I do. I want to know who you are and do you think I'm an asshole? It's a great, it's a great question. That's a poll I should put up on Twitter. Am I an asshole? I wonder if that's been done. Hell, I fuck, I'll do it this week. God damn it, I'll fucking do it. Um, that's gonna go up. So, <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> but, enough about me being an asshole. Got something non-assholery I want to kind of throw out there. As we're winding down the show for this week. Something coming up, because I'm self-referential that way. International Podcast Day is September 30th of every year and is 2016. And so that is coming up. What the fuck? Is that next week? I think that's next week. Um, International Podcast Day. There's going to be whole lots of, there's going to be people doing like 24 hour streams and lots of, lots of crazy shit going on. And as I, I was so new into this game last year that I missed it. I was, you know, a couple of shows in, just had a baby. I think I was actually on, I was on break after the baby's, after the baby was born last year this time. And so, you know, this year I want to kind of get, I want to do something. I want to do something. And I think I may end up doing a live show. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I want to kind of put something together. So kind of keep keep an ear and eye or, or screen out for uh, something on the Facebook page or uh, or Twitter and odd that out. Um, if you had an idea, something maybe I could do because shit, I've got stuff. I, you know, I got a life, I got a job and kids and shit I got to do. And then to try and come up with a special something for international podcast day, sometimes stuff just gets a little cluttered. Oh, part B. I also wanted to throw out there because again, I've said this is, this has been a growing show. Uh, I've, I've grown and changed and the format of the show has changed multiple times in the last year-ish that I've been going on. I realize that my, my sign off for the show has always been, it's old radio. I said way back in, in episodes zero and one, uh, you don't have to listen to them, just take my word for it, that I, I grew up in old radio. And 
So I've always ended the show in a very old radio sort of way. And the hell, the, the formatting of the show in a general way, the music, all that stuff is just old style radio. That's just what I grew up in. I don't know another way. Ah, I'm, I'm just, it's burned into me. But if you have another idea, another way for me to sign off the show, I'm all ears. Just ask my wife. I'm all ears and nose apparently. But if, <laughs> but. If you have another idea for me how I want to how to sign off the show because I realize saying good night it's not nighttime hell it's not nighttime right now while I'm recording this it's it's nine o'clock in the morning here right now saying good night is a little weird um you could be listening to this in the middle of the day you could be listening to this overnight I don't know so you know I, I I've thought about this it's a stupid thing to think about but most things I think about are stupid but if you pitch me an idea again, Facebook and Twitter at odd dad out, hit me up, drop me a line or odd dad out at gmail.com. If you really just want to send me an email or whatever, it, I don't care. Just tell me ideas, ideas, ideas. Call me an asshole. Call me a not that much of an asshole. Tell me that I need to change my sign off. Tell me I need to change the name of the show. I've thought about that too. Cause I'm always thinking of, of things like that. But until you guys start giving me new ideas and telling me what you want me to change or what you like or what you don't like, I'm going to have to keep doing it this way. And it's not going to get any better if you don't help me out. Because that's your job as the listener. It is your job as the listener to tell me what you like and what you don't like so I can make the show better for you. Yes. Yes, you. You listening there with your earbuds or in your car or wherever the hell you're listening. Send me an email. Send me a tweet. Send me a Facebook message. You can find me. Everything is at Odd Dad Out. And now we've got a Tumblr page for the Odd Dad Out or the Odd Dad Network, including uh, this show, Mom and Dad Cuss, and what's happening with the new man. And I will do my damnedest to keep all of those updated with the most recent episodes. And. Uh, new man does some videos and I'm going to get, be trying to keep those updated and posted up there too. And yeah, fun shit. It's all it again. I got so much on my plate, right? I got so much crazy stuff to do. I don't have time to think of a new name. I don't have time to think of a new sign off. I need your help. I need your help to do this because I'm doing a million and one things for you, for you, for you out there, the listening public. So, enough of me, enough of me begging. Okay, more begging. In the meantime, I'm, 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 I'm throwing away iTunes. I don't care about iTunes because honestly, I don't get that many plays on iTunes. I don't. Everybody will tell you iTunes. Oh, go to iTunes reviews. I don't care about iTunes reviews. What I care about is you're listening. You right there listening. You tell your friends. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends. Grab their phones, show them, give them the show. I'm, I'm, hell, if you're not a, if you're not a, a podcast app type person, the show's on YouTube. Really, we're on YouTube. We're on, we're in iTunes. We're in Google Play. We're in all those places. We're on Stitcher. All the places where you could find a podcast, I'm there. True story. But if you enjoy the show, tell your friends. It's a hell of a, I, I don't care if, 
about iTunes reviews or any of that bullshit. I, I don't care anymore. Um, that's not where I'm, I'm finding people. I'm finding people from people telling people, tell your friends. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't like the show, tell me. Or tell your friends or whatever. I don't care. But I'd, I'd rather do it that way. I don't care about iTunes bullshit anymore. So I'm going to stop asking. This is probably the last thing I'm going to say about iTunes. Nevertheless, if you enjoy the show, make sure you subscribe so you just get it automatically every week. And I don't, and you don't have to keep looking for it. It'll just come on your phone or your, your computer or your tablet or wherever you're listening from. And again, tell your friends. And follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Odd Dad Out. And the Tumblr page for Odd Dad Network is also at odddadout.tumblr.com. And you can get all of the notes, the links for these crazy bullshit stories from this week, and every episode at odddadout.blogspot.com. And until you give me a better way to say it, I'm Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>